Oh no, Kyle. It happened again. What happened, Mike? Shrinkage. (laughs) Oh no. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. This is Gayish. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. We haven't done a shrinkage in forever. We haven't, but we're doing it right now. Yay. Hey, we're here. We're shrinkaging. Um, on the episode about Harry Potter. Yeah. We, I talked about how Dumbledore like didn't do it for me in the gay representation because. Because he was old. No. I just <laughs> wonder what all is in that beard. Okay. <laughs> it makes me nervous. Yeah. No, um, it, it was, it didn't work for me as far as like gay representation because it wasn't actually it was backed into him being gay or if that's how it felt to me yeah there's somebody on discord that totally disagrees with you I oh think, i think it's discord oh. it's either discord or the facebook group one of the two they're starting to meld in my brain but somebody is like it was perfectly clear in the books he was super queer the whole time hmm. what's wrong with you for not thinking that you meaning kyle in this context wow so, yeah go ahead um go ahead that's good thing i didn't see that um okay <laughs> So all of a sudden at like 2 a.m. I was like, I have this amazing idea. What if there was a Bechdel test mm. for LGBT? Yay. That already exists. So um, the butt dick test. <laughs> the deck, I don't know. Um, I can't think of a funny one right now. Uh, so glad actually uh, gay and lesbian alliance against defamation. Um, really great nonprofit uh, created its own. Uh, version of the Bechtel test, which it calls the Vito Vito Russo test. Oh, I'm glad. What? That it's not butt dick or whatever no, you that's, said. That's, that's a glad. That's a glad joke. I'm glad. Oh, that. I didn't. Wow, it was so so subtle. That Thank you. I barely <laughs> noticed it. Um. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, so, do you recognize Vito Ru- Russo? Probably Vito Russo. That name from greece nope from (laughs) celluloid closet yes um yeah so he wrote the book celluloid closet um after um he died they then turned it into uh they meaning i think lily tomlin and uh, whoever else turned it into the the movie we which we listened to or watched and then talked about on the X-rated podcast ages ago, mm-hmm. um, but I want to tell you the three criteria for the Vito Russo test. Okay, um, is it just the Bechtel test, but with queers instead of women? Nope. Okay, great. Because uh, the thing about the reason I uh, think specifically the Bechtel test. Oh, so if anyone doesn't know, the Bechtel test is um, a way to evaluate if films are. Um, it's a very low bar. Yeah, but great. oh, I don't actually remember the details of like uh, to see if they are portraying female characters. Um, and it's like there is there one? It just have to have one scene or a couple scenes. Um, just two women. Two women have to talk to each other about something that about is something non- other than men. Than men is it? Ju- and just one scene in the entire movie. There's so many films that meet it barely that but are just like it is. Sup- that sounds so easy, but it is very. But it is not like many, many movies do not. A majority of movies do not have Blockbusters especially. Men are allowed to have different quests and adventures and do different things. But women are portrayed in movies as if if they are separate, if they're not in the scene with a man, then when they talk, it is about a man. So their lives, they don't have their own pursuits and interests and goals. So no, it's it's not, it's not like that because that doesn't totally work for LGBT representation. Like that doesn't totally translate 
Sure. So two gays appear on screen and talk to each other about something and, other than dicks and don't fuck. <laughs> like that's what I, that's good. Yeah. Um, okay. So there are three things that you need to pass the Vito Russo test. The mm-hmm. first one is the film contains a character that has a, that is identifiably lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, or queer. So I, I think, I think the Bechdel test requires that the char- that the women have to have names. Is that part of the Rousseau test? No. No. Okay, great. I mean, these essentially would have be people that have names because they're, I'll get to that, but they, they likely do. But no, that's not part of the test. Um, that I think, so that right there was, spoke to, at least, I mean, you can read into the books however you want, but like in terms of the movies, we did not see Dumbledore in any way doing anything identifiably queer. Yep. Um, and that's like identifiably like, so that's, what's important is it has to be, it can't just be assumed. It can't be, Oh, this character happens, happens to be this, but they don't do it. Like it's, it's not innuendo. It's not coded. It's fucking identif- gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Identifiably. Um, the next thing is the character must not be solely or predominantly defined by their sexual orientation or gender identity. So they need to be, a fully formed character that does more than just being gay. They're not the token queen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, that actually speaks to the uh, next one, uh, which is uh, LGBT characters must be tied into the plot um, in a way that their removal would have significant effect. So to your point, they are, they mm-hmm. cannot just be there for comedy. They cannot just be there um, as a punchline. They, um, they have to be important to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. that, and so that's why I'm saying like, it, it is in all likelihood, if you have a character that is that vital to the story that they cannot be removed, you would probably name them in your, in your screenplay. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Because one thing I wonder is what if it's not the character that was removed, but their queerness. Like if you just make a character that's otherwise their orientation isn't important to the plot you just make them gay. Does that still count? Oh, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it would it, based on these criteria. Like, like you read through the screenplay and you're like, Oh, Sandy, Hey, let's make, let's make Sandy a gay dude instead. Mm-hmm. That could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then that, yeah, that would be uh they're identifiably gay. They, they would have to have like goals and or whatever. It'd be a fully fleshed out character. And, and yeah, they, as long as they're important to the plot. Yeah. I mean, like everyone's like, what, I've even had my parents say this to me about things I write. Like, why did you have to make them gay? And it's like, why do you have to make every character straight? There's no reason this character has to be straight. Like, I I don't know. Like, yeah, like, yeah, they can just happen to be gay. And like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's like, if it's straight, then that's fine. But if it's gay, it's like, well, why do we need it to be gay? It's like, you, yeah. Yeah. Just to make you feel better. Like, fuck off. I'm going to make some of my characters gay and, Actually, yep. most of my characters are gonna be gay. Yeah, um, and you can eat my ass. Um. <laughs> so, uh, so Dumbledore clearly fails. Yep. Right. Like that's just it's just a total fail. Yep. Yep. On all accounts. Um, in I'm reading a thing on Glad from 2018. So oh, it said. Glad. Okay. <laughs> you you know they say if a joke doesn't work do the exact same joke five minutes later yeah. and just see if it, if it works that time. They also say 
keep doing it until it's funny. That's true. There is like a sometimes if you like just keep <laughs> saying the same thing. Okay. Um, in 2018, uh, they said there were uh, 14 LGBT inclusive major studio films um, and nine of them. So about two thirds uh, passed the Vito Russo test. So not even all the films that have LGBT representation even pass this test, mm-hmm. uh, which is so of course the major studio releases across the board are going to have very low, uh, you know, number that actually pass. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the previous year, uh, nine of the 23 LGBT inclusive films passed it. Um, oh no, that was in 2016. Um, and the record low uh, was in 2015, where eight of the 22 percent, so about one third, um, passed the uh, the Vito Russo test. So we have a ways to go, even with films that include LGBT characters. Um, and my, they don't say. My suspicion is making them. Uh, defined by more than just their orientation. That, mm-hmm. that would be my guess mm-hmm. as to what things commonly don't pass. Yeah. Um, that part of the test. And yeah. I, I think we, um, I, I've often said like, we need more than just the coming out story. Coming yeah. out story is great and important, but there's way more that goes on in gay people's lives. So I feel like those are overrepresented because that's kind of a, it's like a, an easy, big defining moment for gay people. So we want to see that story, but like, there's so much more we could be talking about too. Yeah. 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 People seem to like the coming out story. Even gay people seem to like the coming out story. Like, is that just because, is that so prevalent because it sells? Mm. Like, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I agree with you. I agree with your assessment that there needs to be more there. There needs to yeah. be other kinds of stories, but that as a central drama is so compelling. It yeah. seems to, you know, I could see that selling right like yeah. that's and it's something that straight people can pinpoint they like understand that part so they can understand where the drama would be so gay people want to see themselves represented straight people can understand that phenomenon mm-hmm. so yeah I, I think that makes sense and yeah like that, that is just like rife with like conflict and drama and that makes sense to be a, a topic of a movie yeah um but so but in that way i think it's also an easy thing to go to like it's easy to write a movie about death it's easy to write a movie about love and getting married like falling in love and getting married like because those are those big moments but that doesn't represent the whole of who we are yeah it's interesting too like one out of every 10 or one out of every 20 people is gay and we're not even anywhere fucking close to that in representation yeah it's definitely not one out of 10 I'm just three to five percent. I'm giving a range. That's all. It's it's not. That's lower than that. Whatever. (laughs) I don't care. The point is, it's not even close. You drill me on um like whenever I say I get I get to correct you on this. You're so like whenever I bring studies, you like poke me on really specifics. It's uh, like the reason this stands out is because like there was a number that was one out of 10, like a long time ago. And that has since been disproven. So when anyone says that number, it's like, it, that's not the number. That's a, that was a myth. And, and people just still kind of hold on to that original number. So, okay. 
this is not what we're talking about though. But yeah, like if it, if 5% of people are LGBT, then we do not have that number of LGBT characters represented. And the LGBT characters that we do have, people are saying like, why are you going to have so many fucking queers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, you have all the other movies. You have every single other movie or every other character in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's the Vito Russo test. Test your shit. Test, test, know your status. Test your veto. <laughs> this has been a PSA. This entire thing was a really big lead up to the PSA of get tested, everybody. <laughs> Only you can prevent sex with vetoes. <laughs> Forest fires of the anus, also called gonorrhea. Are we done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all for this mini episode. It was mini. It was mini. It was an episode. And it was kind of gayish. Yeah. So remember to the three R's: rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And be butch. Be fabulous. Stay out of the cold water. <laughs> <laughs>